0: It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather, and he who controls the weather will control the world.
1: A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. That's from Mark Twain. And how true that timeless statement is, Now more than ever, we find ourselves being swept along by a global matrix of consolidated power and control. Unrestrained insanity and tyranny was inevitable. Last week, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said this, quote, everybody thinks there should be more shots in the arms of Americans, end quote. Question, Ms. Psaki, on what frontline survey do you base your conclusions? Official sources and the corporate media that serve them are doing their best to convince us that everyone is desperate to get their dose of the CV-19 experimental vaccination. Which one? Apparently, we're told it doesn't matter which vaccine you get. We're told that they're all good, all, quote, safe and effective. Stand back and ask yourself for a moment, how could that possibly be true? How, is, how could it be rational to even give a moment's credence to such a statement They're all safe and effective. Is that why all VAX manufacturers have been given total blanket legal immunity from any and all death and injury their products cause? Ponder that and ask yourself, what's wrong with this picture? This is Dane Wigington. You're listening to the commercial-free Global Alert News Hour. Headlines on the most dire and immediate threats we collectively face. There are so many breaking headlines, but let's cover all we can. There are generally multiple sources for each headline. Search the exact headline title online to investigate further. I'll have more in-depth reports later in this broadcast, but first, let's go through a string of headlines. And as I go through this succession of recent reports, remember and consider unfolding and accelerating biosphere collapse is and will continue to be the bottom line. Environmental collapse, which is being further fueled by the global climate engineering operations. First headline, Pfizer COVID vaccine trial shows alarming evidence of Pathogenic priming in older adults. Next headline, let's tie these together. Antibodies might also fuel coronavirus reinfection, says puzzling theory. Is it puzzling because it conflicts with official narratives? Next headline, let's tie this in. Immune enhancement, the dark side of antibodies and implications for COVID-19 vaccine development. Next headline, this is from CNN and other sources. All these headlines, again, from multiple sources. You can search them online. If you're listening to this broadcast on air and you can't catch a headline, you can go to GeoengineWatch.org and find the post of this broadcast under the recent top stories and radio sections, and you can replay the broadcast and decipher the headline you wish to research further. But back to this headline from CNN, quote, male fertility, COVID-19 may impact sperm, a study finds, but experts urge caution about new evidence. This is what the paid big pharma medical industrial complex experts always say when there's damning information about the products that they're pushing on the population. Such so-called experts try to coerce populations into not worrying about such details. Another headline, Swedish Health Agency investigates after 1,000 people received Moderna vaccine kept at too low a temperature. And while I cover these headlines, keep in mind, we're only hearing about a fraction of what is actually occurring in the field, a fraction of the missteps that are occurring. Next headline on that note, five doses of Pfizer vaccine were accidentally injected into a doctor. That's from worldnews.net. So in addition to the justifiable concerns about the experimental concoctions being injected into us, stop and consider how qualified is that person that's actually doing the injecting? Yet one more concern that we should not... Take lightly. Next headline, nursing home workers accidentally injected with five COVID doses. This is the same scenario because they're injecting the entire vial into a single person. That vial is meant to contain five injections. So how qualified, again, are the people doing the injections when they're just sweeping up everybody they can to carry out this warp speed process, if you will? And we have so many of these types of incidents occurring. That last story was from the New York Post, by the way. Another headline, cats and dogs may need COVID vaccines to curb spread, scientists say. Another headline, Beijing City requires mass virus testing for roughly 2 million. Next headline, Moderna vaccine not effective against mutant South African strains. Next headline, China testing for COVID with anal swabs in Beijing in new outbreaks. That's from Bloomberg. This is mainstream media. And for the record, as I've stated so many times in this broadcast, consider that global powers, global governments, are actively colluding and cooperating with countless issues. The climate engineering insanity and CV-19 are two primary issues, all of them colluding and cooperating. It couldn't be otherwise. Next headline, nursing home fires workers for refusing COVID-19 vaccination. Wait, let's back up to what I covered at the beginning of this broadcast from Jen Saki, who said, everybody wants them. Everybody wants them in arms of Americans. And that term is used a lot. You have to wonder about that. That narrative that is pushed by so many different outlets. We have to get these into the arms of Americans. This is part of the scripted narrative. So if there's so many who want it, why are so many refusing it? And this is many, many first responders. I've covered that in former broadcasts as well. Next headline. Shape-shifting virus threatens cycles of illness and lockdowns. Think about how perfectly that fits with what would serve those in power to control societies through these types of lockdowns, ever-new versions of this popping up whenever it's convenient. Consider that headline. Next headline. Pope-marking Holocaust warns another genocide is possible. What does he know? It should be obvious to all of us at this point as well. Next headline, Australia considers quarantining citizens with COVID-19 in camps isolated in the outback. Next headline, new, quote, detention camp bill gives New York governor power to detain people suspected of carrying a contagious disease. I covered part of that bill on a previous broadcast also, more media coming out about that. Next headline, quote, experts now say Americans should wear three masks. More on that subject in a moment. Stay tuned. First, this headline. GOP lawmakers request explanation for 5,000 National Guard troops still in Washington. They're ramping up and preparing. Because once there's not enough to go around, consider this, and I've, again, been stating this on the record for 10 plus years. When there's not enough to go around, the law of the jungle will prevail very quickly. Those in power know this is coming. The biosphere is collapsing around us. The planet's ability to feed the populations is waning by the day. And when there's not enough to go around, not enough food on the shelves, chaos and carnage will follow. Preparations are being made on countless fronts. Another headline, reflecting the authoritarian climate, imperial capital to remain militarized until at least March. Don't hold your breath if you think it's going to go away then. Next headline, National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin, January 27th, 2020. And that's from Homeland Security. So consider again what's the national terrorism label soon to be placed on anyone who questions official narratives. That's a totalitarian state, and that's exactly where we are free-falling toward. Another headline, Israelis say they will attack Iran if Biden returns U.S. to nuclear deal. More on that headline in a moment, too. Please stay tuned. First, I want to cover a few more other breaking headlines. Joe Biden's ambitious climate plan explained. Vox, the climate plan is more climate engineering just as with previous administrations, all of them. doesn't matter what political stripe they are or what public narrative they put out. They're all a part of the ongoing climate engineering insanity, and that is the plan and has been the plan for over 70-plus years. It's not to say that anthropogenic activity isn't decimating the planet and destroying the climate system. It absolutely is. But the single greatest factor in the equation that's not being acknowledged by any official source is the climate engineering assault. Next headline, Biden to sign executive orders on climate change. Again, behind the scenes, climate engineering, every government in the world is either actively or passively participating, with some exceptions. Iran is one exception. Again, I'll get to that in a moment, along with the other headline on Israeli threatening to attack Iran. A few more headlines, Elon Musk just bought $100 million in publicity for climate change. Mr. Musk, how about if you admit to the climate engineering elephant in the sky? a factor which if it is not exposed and halted and the planet allowed to respond on its own, our days are numbered. Next headline. The collapsed polar vortex is now trying to reorganize over the northern hemisphere, but will face strong weather dynamics as high pressure systems persist. High pressure is the hallmark of the ionosphere heater facilities that can heat layers of the atmosphere to extraordinarily high temperatures, creating high pressure domes which creates certain circulations that steer upper-level wind currents. Again, there is no legitimate discussion about the climate from any perspective without first and foremost acknowledging the climate engineering factor in the equation. Next headline, extreme rainfall could top 20 inches in California. And they put these headlines out as if that's somehow going to end a drought that's a decade and a half long, a drought that first began to truly manifest in 2007, after 2007, when the Arctic ice truly began to crash, and a particular system was set up by the climate engineers to try to mask the implosion of the Arctic, and that system included sacrificing parts of the West. By creating these high-pressure domes, steering the moisture around us to cool other parts of the country, and then steer it back up the eastern seaboard toward the Arctic, where they're attempting to mask the severity of meltdown, the climate engineers, a.k.a. the weather terrorists, control the spigot. Period. If you want to learn more, search the engineering drought section on the homepage of geneengineeringwatch.org or search engineered drought catastrophe, Target, California. Next headline, Climate Change Uproots Global Agriculture. Again, no acknowledgement of the climate engineering factor and the weather trading derivatives that the disaster capitalists are using to profit while the ship goes down. And again, that profit will do them no good on a dead planet. And that's exactly where we are headed at light speed. Next headline, Bill Gates on how to invest in climate innovation. Bill, like all that farmland you're buying up as you're part of this entire cabal that I'm trying to bring to light, the matrix of insanity that's wreaking havoc on the planet. Next headline. Three weeks into lockdown, rampant, mutated strains keep infections sky high. That's from the Times of Israel. Now, another headline on Israel. This is from Israeli National News. Helsinki committee to declare Pfizer performing unauthorized human experiment in Israel. Do Israeli citizens understand that they are literally being used as experimental lab subjects, do they understand that? Does the whole world understand that at this point? There's no question about that if the data is examined. On this theme, next headline, new from Fox News LA, Orange County healthcare worker dies after receiving second COVID-19 vaccine shot. Official cause of death is pending. Again, if you die from anything now, it seems you're labeled as a COVID death. But if there's a vaccine mortality, they refuse to acknowledge that. Which is absolutely criminal. And why are so many in the medical industrial complex going along with this? Why are so many willing to cover the tracks of, of what's unfolding and those behind it for a paycheck and a pension? How much longer will that matter? Again, on a, on a dead planet, a planet that's descending into total chaos and carnage. They couldn't do. they Those at the top, those who print the money, those who own militaries and thus control countries and control big pharma and everything else. They couldn't do what they do without the active or passive support of the population. That includes so many people in the medical industrial complex. And when will that change? And thankfully, and I'll get to that in a few moments, there are some incredibly courageous people from that industry that are stepping forward and trying their best to tell the truth. And I salute them. But back to this report of the man who died after a second shot of COVID-19 vaccination. Tim Zook, 60, worked as an x-ray technician in South Coast Global Medical Center in Santa Ana. On January 5th, Zook posted a photo of his COVID-19 vaccination card with the caption, quote, never been so excited to get a shot before. I'm now fully vaccinated after receiving my second Pfizer dose, In quote. Just two hours after receiving a second dose, Zook started to experience abdominal pain and breathing difficulties. His health spiraled downward, and he died four days later. Think about that. This is only one example of so many surfacing all over the globe. Governments around the world appear to be in lockstep regarding the pushing of the CV-19 injections for everyone. Shouldn't that fact alone be cause for concern? When has there ever, on any issue, been such cooperation? And no government to date willing to conduct any honest investigation or disclosure of the CV-19 origins, i.e., where did it actually come from? even though peer-reviewed science study from 2015 proves the CV-19 origin was not from nature. From CV-19 to climate engineering operations, the controllers have overplayed their hand. We are now in completely uncharted territory. Moving on from MSN.com and other sources. Coronavirus variant first seen in South Africa identified in South Carolina now. From that report, a highly transmissible variant of the coronavirus first identified in South Africa has infected two people in South Carolina with no travel history. This particular CV-19 variant and the patient's lack of travel or connection to another suggests that the variant is spreading in the community following an undetected introduction. Where did that come from? Where do they always keep popping up and coming from? How did there, how was there 85 countries infected in the beginning of this outbreak all over the world within three days? How does that uniform of infection take place? Any connection to the fact that CV19 has been found, according to peer reviewed study from Italian scientists, attached to airborne particulates? Any connection perhaps to the world's second most recognized geoengineer, former Department of Defense employee Ken Caldera, who now works for Bill Gates? And his research, as he stated in his own words on the record for the U.S. government, was to design methods of seeding pathogens into clouds to infect the populations below. Does any of this connect? You decide. Next headline, Fauci. New data shows COVID vaccines may be less effective against some strains. Wait, I thought we were told all of the vaccines were effective against anything that could come up. The narrative seems to be changing as the game goes on. And again, the narratives are falling apart. They're starting to completely disintegrate and the public needs to wake up to that fact. Bottom line, there's no pre-reviewed data to prove any official claim of effectiveness for any of the CV-19 vax creations. Again, this reminder of what we're being told by official sources. This is what the official narratives are actually telling us if you compile all the less-trumpeted data from official sources. I went over this last week. It's so important, I feel it imperative to go over it again. A reminder of what we're being told by official sources. The injection does not give immunity, It does not eliminate the virus. It does not prevent death, does not guarantee you won't get the virus, does not prevent you from getting the virus, does not stop you from passing it on, does not eliminate the need for travel bans, does not eliminate the need for business closures, does not eliminate the need for lockdowns, does not eliminate the need for masking. So again, shouldn't we ask, what is the CB19 injection actually doing? What's it actually about? What's it actually for? And how many are willing to honestly consider Again, where this narrative leads, where these facts lead. Another headline. Double masking makes common sense, Fauci says. Fauci, is it two masks or three masks or when do we stop? The report continues. Double masking has also become fashionable as the Biden administration puts an emphasis on it. We are truly living in an asylum. Continuing. Anthony Fauci. Again, I ask, and I'll continue to ask this question, how many have bothered to investigate who and what this individual actually is? Fauci serves the controllers. He always has. His record is long and dark. And about Fauci, how many are aware of this? Dr. Anthony Fauci is the highest paid employee in the entire U.S. federal government. That's from Forbes.com, a report released last week. Dr. Anthony Fauci made more than every other employee in the entire federal government, Fauci is not only the highest paid doctor in the federal government, but the highest paid out of all 4 million federal employees, including the president. How much has Fauci paid behind the scenes for his obedient servitude to the controllers? We'll never know. But back to the masks and Fauci's most recent statement about them. Double masking. Really? Again, let's stop to consider the following statistical update from Shasta County. I've given these before, but they keep getting worse. Before the mandatory masks, the official CV-19 infection rate again was hovering at just above 30. And now, as of yesterday, the official Shasta County CV-19 infection rate is about 10,300. That's a staggering increase of nearly 35,000%. Are we to consider that a success? Again, I ask, what's it about? And again, I point out, We have more than enough pieces of the puzzle to form a picture of what's happening and why. We simply need to summon the courage to honestly and objectively examine those puzzle pieces and to put them together. For the record, in the 15 years prior to 2020, there were 13 peer-reviewed science studies on mask-wearing that unanimously concluded they are not effective at stopping a virus, not even an N95 Since 2020, there are half a dozen brand new so-called science studies that claim any form of mask will safeguard an individual from the virus at hand. We're officially told that even a bandana or a modified sock will do the job. Question, has anyone ever seen a biolab worker wearing a bandana for protection or a modified sock? No, they're wearing a full hazmat suit with an isolated air supply, and the public is led to believe that a bandana or a sock will save them? Again... Planetary Asylum. That's exactly where we find ourselves at this point in time. And now consider the following exact transcript quote from the Journal of American Medical Association. This is a word-for-word quote. Under the heading of When Should a Mask Be Used, the Journal of American Medical Association states this, Face masks should be used only by individuals who have symptoms of respiratory infections, such as coughing, sneezing, or in some cases, fever. Face masks should also be worn by healthcare workers, by individuals who are taking care of or are in close contact with people who have respiratory infections or otherwise, as directed by a doctor. Face masks should not be worn word for word from, again, the American medical. Association, their journal, face masks should not be worn by healthy individuals to protect themselves from acquiring respiratory infections because there is no evidence to suggest that face masks worn by healthy individuals are effective in preventing people from becoming ill. This report from the Journal of the American Medical Association goes on to say about the masks, quote, they are not recommended for use by the general public, end quote. I fully understand how polarizing this issue is. But what I'm asking is this, I'm asking everyone to stand back from the official narratives and look at the facts and understand that those who are really pulling the strings are doing everything they can to polarize and divide populations. And this is one of the most divisive issues ever. And when you look at the facts, they do not match the official narratives, not even close. And all I'm asking is, is for those facts to be honestly and objectively examined without bias, preconception, or programming. And look at the kinds of statistics which I quoted earlier in this broadcast. An increase in official infections, Shasta County has an example of 35,000% since the mask mandate went into effect. How many are stopping to consider that? How much good has it done? In America, in spite of all the draconian provisions that are being pushed on populations is doing worse by far than any country anywhere in the world. How many are stopping to consider that? And about the constant wearing of masks, how many have stopped to look at the hard science data, peer-reviewed science data, which I have quoted on a previous broadcast as well, of the extraordinary negative effects of constant mask wearing? They are incubators. They create anoxic scenarios in the blood, low oxygen levels in the blood, the list is very long and very well documented by numerous Western medical peer reviewed reports and simply stand back and use your own sense of logic because we know Western medical uh, sources produce many reports that are completely false and fictitious based on who's paying their paychecks and pensions. But stand back and use your own sense of logic. How could cutting off your own fresh oxygen supply not do harm? How could it not do harm? And yet we're told that's the saving mechanism by which we're all going to go back to normal. Normal's gone. It's gone. It's not coming back. Not in any time frame that matters. And all of that ultimately depends on biosphere collapse. That is the bottom line. And everything else is a controller response to that. Listen carefully now to the following extended audio statement from a highly credentialed mainstream medical expert, a courageous medical expert, Dr. Lee Merritt. Extensive credentials. Listen carefully.
0: Oh, I have lots of concerns, not the least of which is for the integrity and the moral turptitude of, of the medical profession. Because, you know, we never force people to have a medical treatment. And no matter how you look at it, having a vaccine of any kind, whether it's a flu vaccine or this, is a medical treatment. Nobody should be coerced or forced to have it. And by the way that's what we hung the, the doctors after world war 2 in germany but that principle for violating that principle and we shouldn't be doing it. but the medical the, the safety thing is this so i always tell people you know i'm not going to tell you whether to get a vaccine or not you have to make your decision but you should be allowed to have informed consent and we're that is getting so bad that if you put up the uh, package insert for a vaccine on your on your facebook you can get taken down so let's just keep in mind here we're not getting informed consent here we might think we are we're not so if you look at the history of these vaccines just real quickly these are these are not these are experimental biologics that i don't even like to call them vaccines because classically how vaccines work is this you grow a bunch of the pathogens so let's say it's measles you grow the measles in the in a a vat or in eggs and then you take a portion of that and you make it less strong you, you attenuate it you make it weaker and there's different ways of doing that and then you inject it into people and their own immune system sees that weakened pathogen and then they react to it just enough that it puts it in their immunologic memory. And then when they're exposed to it the next time, they memorize it and theoretically they and then better respond. That's what your real body does when it gets sick. You're you're, you're just without all this vaccination stuff. You get sick with a uh, with a virus. You get perfect lifelong immunity for the most part, and and it's over. Okay. So what? But how is this different? Well, this is not. They're not giving you a pathogen or a piece of a pathogen or a small piece with, a, with an adjuvant, which is a chemical that makes your immune system react more. What they're doing is programming mRNA. And mRNA is a little piece of it's, – it's, it's like DNA, but it's the messenger RNA. It's what, it's what makes proteins in the body. It's kind of like a computer chip that you put into a, a 3D printer, and then it, you tell it what you want it to make, and it prints it out, right? That We have that in, in engineering – And this is the biologic equivalent. I make make some mRNA, and it tells your body to produce certain things. Well, in this case, what they've done, they've made a, a piece of this mRNA to create in every cell of your body that spike protein, or at least part of it. And that spike protein, you're actually creating the pathogen in your body. So... You know, this is where it gets a little wishy about how much of that spike protein is actually being created. And I don't know how to find that. I can't find that. But I'm sure somebody knows what happens is the problem. And this is the problem. And I'll tell you what happened in the animal studies. There have been four different vaccines and three different animal studies that I know of, in ferrets in um, uh, what's the other cats was cats have a natural thing to coronavirus. So it's cats and ferrets. And I think something else. They started after SARS, they did cats. And then after MERS, they did, which are all coronavirus pathogens that are more deadly. And they, they after MERS, they tried it in ferrets and something else. And what happened is all the animals died. It wasn't subtle, okay, but they didn't die of the vaccine. What they died from was called immune enhancement or antibody-induced enhancement or antibody-dependent enhancement. They call it ADE now, but it's, it's, they used to call it immune enhancement. Here's what happens. So they make the RNA, and so you're getting ready with this. They, you get the vaccine, and you do fine. All right. Now you challenge the animal with the virus that you're supposed to be immunizing against. So when they charge, when they challenge those cats with with, with SARS, what happened is instead of instead of killing the virus or you know weakening, what they did is you you're this stylized immunoresponse response that they've made, built into your system went out and coated the virus. So virus came into the, human, the cat's body like a Trojan horse, unseen by the cat's own immune system. And then it replicated without checking and killed a cat with overwhelming sepsis and cardiac failure. And that happened in the ferrets. That happened every time they've tried this. And so let me just point out, we have never made it through an animal study successfully for this type of virus. We have never done this in humans before. At least we haven't. Maybe the Chinese haven't. I'll talk about that in a second. But that's that's why we don't really have a track record of success. This vaccine was rolled out to distribution centers before they even made a show of caring about the FDA approving it. Do you realize that? I mean, it went out to for distribution. I know in Nebraska, it was in the distribution center within days before the FDA even said they were going to approve it. What? I mean, I've never seen that happen before. And the longest they've really followed people after the vaccine is two months. Well, you see, that's, that's not enough time to know that we won't have that antibody enhancement problem. And I will make this military point. This is a perfect binary weapon. You could, you could there, you, There's no way I know exactly what that mRNA is programmed to, and neither do you and neither do most doctors. The doctors can't get at that data. That's the guys, the guys at the very top of this project, okay? They know, but we don't know. They say it's to the spike protein, but how do we prove it? We don't know. So if I were China and I wanted to take down our military, that's easy. I make this. I just do like what we've seen happen. I, I make it pro. I make it to a something. A, a, a something I could hook on to this coronavirus, like the spike protein or something else, another protein. And I just co, I just make a, an mRNA to that, but I know it doesn't exist in nature, so nobody's going to die from the vaccine. And then two years later, I released the, the the whatever it is that I made. You see what I'm saying? The counterpart. And it causes this immune enhancement death. So it's a delayed death. That's what binary, binary poisons are. They're delayed. They're, I give you part one, because you know, I, and then I can walk away, and then you accidentally get in contact with part two and die.
1: For radio listeners that are just tuning in to the commercial-free Global Alert News Hour, you're listening to statements made by highly credentialed Dr. Lee Merritt. Her commentary on the cv19 pathogen and the experimental vaccinations that are being pushed on populations because of it the risks involved with both final statements from dr lee Merritt. listen carefully
0: lethality is what you're worried about and that's what we're not talking about that now they could come out with something else but again if you come out with something that's based on these airborne viruses like corona we pretty much have a treatment, which is the hydroxychloroquine or the ivermectin. So why are they trying so hard? So they're, they're, what we need to do is we need to take back our world from the, from the virology bad boys by having a supply of, of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine available. Now, notice that two, what's the chance of this? Two hydroxychloroquine plants burned down, and they say, "Oh no, well, they weren't hydroxychloroquine plants. No, they made the precursors to hydroxychloroquine." Right? So, you know, you're being lied to at every turn. But what we need to do is we need to stand up. Now, I'm I'm proud to say Governor Ricketts in Nebraska he's one of the five governors who's not not restricted hydroxychloroquine in any way, shape, or form. We need to. Everybody needs to ping their governor to stop signing this stuff that's being brought to us by. The medical universities, they're all being paid by Fauci and the NIH. Let's get over this and let's give your people the ability to defend themselves. This is like saying, okay, we're, we're going to have missiles incoming, but you can't build sand, you know sandbags. You can't have a basement. You can't have a bomb shelter. No, that's not right. You should be able to have a defense. Doctors should be aware of the defense. We've got to quit lying about the defense. And we need to tell people there are five or six things. I have a little COVID kit in my office. It's NAC vitamin c vitamin d zinc selenium and quercetin six things and if you do that you can improve your immune response and your immune um your own ability to fight this off and not get terribly sick it's possible that they are going to come around with more dangerous things in the future and then we need more than that so that's why we have to pump we have to we have to get the truth out people have to Push around the, the, the news that there, we have treatment and patients are getting it, which is sad. Patients are afraid to go to hospitals because they know they're not going to get the right treatment. That is sad. But doctors, and I, I would just make this point to doctors. I get it if you're in training and you can't speak out. You're stuck. You're not. I don't fault you. I do fault everybody above that. The people that are taking the money from Fauci, the people that are taking the money from the NIH that are willing to take that money and push remdesivir and kill people. Not because they're necessarily killing them when they're in disappear, but they're killing them by omitting treatment early on as outpatient that works. And the doctors below those that are out of training, they have to make a moral decision here. Because you can't. we should be prophylaxing people in nursing homes. We could be saving lives for $5 a week. We could be saving a lot of these old people. But they don't want to. Those are, those are what the, they're considered kind of not contributory to society. That's where the Nazis went with this. People that are not worthy of living. We have to get over that because you you guys, the doctors that are making the choice to, to be quiet because, yeah, they got a mortgage, they got two kids, and they don't want to lose their university salary. It's time to rethink your position. I think everybody needs to, to in the medical community, we need to man up and be honest here. Then the information's out there. And don't tell me there's no evidence. You know, they're lying to you about the evidence. If you really make any effort on the Internet, you can find the evidence. And if not, you can go to the... Um, I'm a Frontline Doctor. You can go to America's Frontline Doctors, AFLDS.com. You can go to the, uh, America, the Association of AAPsonline.org, the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, and many other organizations are speaking up now.
1: In the words of Dr. Merritt, many physicians' organizations are beginning to speak out, and not a moment too soon, because we are very, very late in the game. And will populations rise to the occasion, and stop blindly following official narratives on anything, and actually conduct objective, honest investigation. That is the purpose of this broadcast. It always has been, it always will be, to try to prompt honest investigation. We don't ask anybody to believe any report given on this broadcast. We ask you to actually investigate, and not to be swept along by official propaganda, official narratives, the constant flow of Disinformation that's pumped out from corporate media stop feeding at the corporate media trough of total disinformation because that leads to certain near-term planetary omnicide our days are rapidly running out if we remain on the current course as I've stated on this broadcast from the very beginning of the cv19 scenario cv19 is the controller response to unfolding and accelerating biosphere collapse the fires of cv19 will be stoked by ever more virulent versions of this pathogen, as the power structure deems necessary to suit its ends. Through it all, the backdrop of biosphere collapse is the bottom line to all that's unfolding. CB19 is the controller response to that collapse. In a moment, dozens of breaking reports on the most dire and immediate threats we collectively face. will cover more reports, but first... My deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and to help turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for your help with sounding the alarm. It's our collective efforts that can yet make a difference at this late hour. This is Dane Wigington. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 286, January 30th, 2021. This is the bad news broadcast, but it's critical information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This commercial-free... Frontline News Broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org, paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast throughout Northern California on KQMS, 1670 AM, 104.9 FM and 105.7 FM, Saturday mornings from 6 to 7 AM, Sunday mornings, same time slot, repeat broadcast. KQMS is the largest news talk radio station north of Sacramento. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest geoengineering watch awareness raising materials can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. Those in the Reading area of Shasta County can pick up free geoengineeringwatch.org materials from the vitamin section at Orchard Nutrition. Talk to the staff in that section. You can also get a free commercial copy of 9-11 Architects and Engineers' Experts Speak Out DVD. This is over 3,000 of the world's top architects and engineers with peer-reviewed science study to prove the controlled demolitions were used on that faithful day in 2001, 9-11-2001. How many self-proclaimed patriotic individuals have shown any interest in investigating that? And the same perpetrators behind that event are now pushing current scenarios on the population. They are more desperate than ever, as geoengineeringwatch.org stated they would be. As biosphere collapse could no longer be hidden from the population, total desperation from the power structure would Ensue, and that is happening now, and it's going to get worse very, very quickly from here. Question, how many of the power structure-paid talk radio propaganda pushing political pundits dare to even mention facts like these, which I'm discussing now? Any sincerely patriotic individual has a responsibility to face the truth, and the issues we face are not a left-right, not a Democrat, Republican, not conservative, liberal issue. Those at the top do not have a political stripe, They're simply using that form of divide-and-conquer tactic to keep the American population from seeing the horizon clearly until the brutal, bitter end. In regard to the ongoing climate engineering onslaught against the U.S. population and populations all over the globe, a staunch ally in the fight to expose that insanity, Jim Fair, G-E-M-F-A-I-R-E, The next gym fair event, Santa Barbara, California, February 19th through the 20th at the Earl Warren Showgrounds. There will be a geodringwatch.org informational booth at that event. You can get into the event free if you you stay to the Ticketmaster. You're there to pick up materials. Please pick up the materials you need to wake those around you. A picture is worth a thousand words. Our printed materials are very, very effective at waking those around you to what's happening in our skies. And again... I want to point out with climate engineering as a bottom line factor, not only is it decimating what's yet left of the planet's life support systems, these atmospheric aerosol dispersion programs can be used for dispersing biologicals. Are we to think those in power would never do this to us after all that we already know of what they have done and continue to do? Think about that. Also, The new Geoengineering Watch online climate engineering Q&A session is posted at geoengineeringwatch.org. Installment number four. If you wish to submit a climate engineering related question, you can do so at the following link, questions at geoengineeringwatch.org, or you can go to the contact section at the very top left corner of the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage. For our on-air AMFM listeners, east and west coast, the online post of this broadcast global alert news available at geonjingwatch.org on the homepage contains additional data that the on-air broadcast does not provide enough time to cover moving on let's get back to more headlines on biosphere collapse and power structure desperation first this president putin asks where is the line between global business and attempts to control society question mark as he calls out power of big tech Now let's plug that headline, that puzzle piece, into this headline from last week. Big Tech Pushes Digital ID Cards to Track Vaccinations, Shopping, Banking Activity, and More. Lockdown, Power and Control on a Sinking Ship, i.e. Planet Earth. Next headline. Again, chaos and carnage is coming in countless countries. This is only a few examples. Headline from last week, hundreds of ultra-Orthodox Jews clash with riot cops during anti-lockdown protest in Israel. That's from the Daily Mail, UK Daily Mail. Next headline, borders tighten around world as coronavirus curfew fury spills over. Again, chaos and carnage is coming. Industrialized, militarized society was never sustainable. The planet can no longer support populations around the world and governments around the world. They know this. Those in control of these governments, the core of the matrix, know this, and they are taking very desperate actions. And these dots are not hard to connect with anyone or anyone that doesn't have their eyes wide shut. Please look at the data. That's all we're asking at GOGwatch.org. Another headline, home prices soar at 4.5 times the Fed's inflation target in all U.S. cities. Card house, snake eating its own tail. That's exactly what we have right now. It can't be sustained much longer, and those in power are doing everything they can to pump up the Ponzi scheme of the stock market to pacify populations again until the brutal, bitter end, and that end is is near on the current course. The sooner the population wakes up to this, the sooner they respond to this appropriately, the more chance we have of salvaging some part of Earth's remaining life support systems. Remember, hiding in your cabin on the sinking ship of the Titanic i.e., planet Earth won't save you. What do the controllers... Always do when they are losing ground and they need to galvanize populations into blind support of whatever they want. They resort to war to galvanize populations into blind obedience. On that note, this new headline Israeli Army Chief, quote, Iran could be weeks away from atomic bomb. Let's consider this is the same mantra we've heard from Israeli officials. Same mantra they've made since 1992. They made it in 1992, they made it in 95, they made it in 2002, 2009, 2012, 2015, etc. How many times can the same worn-out, rerun narrative be perpetrated on populations? Will it still work yet again? I'm just using this as an example. And for the record, and I've stated this many times in this broadcast, Iran has not invaded any other country for well over two centuries In less than half that time, the U.S. and its allies have invaded or occupied or destabilized almost a hundred countries. Actions that we were officially told were necessary to protect, quote, U.S. interests. And no, it was never about freedom or democracy. Whatever you think about countries like Iran, the point is this. What are the facts around that scenario and why are they being demonized? I'm not condoning the government of Iran in any way, shape, or form. What I'm saying is that we are being lied to about countless issues and any country that doesn't toe the line for the matrix power structure is demonized. That's exactly what's happening in this case. In Iran, the only country to call out the climate engineering operations on the floor of the UN, the only country to do so, is it really any wonder they're being demonized? In addition to not going along with the central banking system, the Western military industrial complex, U.S. military again being bigger than the next 10 biggest militaries combined, will be put to some use for the controllers if they have their way. And this is where a critical mass of awareness is so incredibly important that we wake up our military brothers and sisters to what they're being used for against their own populations, starting with the Atmospheric aerosol dispersions in our skies is not about the greater good. If you're in the military, consider, were the pilots that flew in Vietnam spraying Agent Orange on their comrades on the ground, not to mention the innocents on the ground, were they told this is going to kill your pal on the ground? Of course not. And the the U.S. military personnel that were told to go watch the nuclear bomb go off with a set of goggles as if that would protect them, do you think the controllers at the top— cared at all about those individuals, all of whom died an early death because of what they were exposed to. As Henry Kissinger stated on the record, the military personnel were useless animals or some such statement he made. That's what those in power think of the military. They're just cannon fodder for those in power. When will our military brothers and sisters wake up to this fact? One can only hope that it's soon because we are rapidly running out of time. They're being used as a mercenary force for those in power. Back to the CB19 scenario before I get to breaking biosphere collapse headlines. A few more headlines on CB19 COVID linked to mental illness, brain disorders, according to Oxford analysis. We can't know about headlines like this, if it's got a basis to it or if it's yet more fear tactics. We cannot know because we're not being told the truth by so many in the academic corridors, in the medical industrial complex. Continued investigation is certainly warranted, but this report states one-third of people who have COVID-19 suffer some type of neurological or psychiatric disorder within six months of testing positive for the virus, with one in eight receiving their first such diagnosis over the same period, according to a new analysis, again, from the Department of Psychiatry at Oxford, which looked at health records from 236,000 patients. These institutions are all power structure paid for institutions, so we should... Again, investigate anything that comes from them. The headline still warrants covering. From CNBC and numerous other sources, this, Pfizer says its COVID vaccine trial for kids ages 12 to 15 is fully enrolled. From that report, Pfizer has fully enrolled its COVID-19 vaccine trial in kids ages 12 to 15. Guinea pigs. What parents would put their child into a program like this and make them literal guinea pigs for the medical industrial complex? How perplexing is this? The report states it's a key step before vaccines could be used in younger age groups, depending on what happens to these kids, right? Enrollment in Moderna's adolescent trial got off to a slower start than hoped. Why? Because, understandably, many parents did not want to submit their child to this type of experimental procedure. Another headline, 53 dead in Gibraltar in 10 days after experimental Pfizer mRNA COVID injections started. 53 dead. Do we see that on our U.S. mainstream media news? Not a chance. From numerous sources, this from last week, this was covered in the U.S., Biden says, quote, nothing we can do, end quote, to change pandemic trajectory in the coming months. Here's my question on that headline. Will the public accept this? Will the public as a whole continue to accept whatever they're told from these official sources that we know are corrupt to the core from any political stripe, all of them corrupt, all of them changing the narrative as they go, all of them carrying out whatever agenda it is they're carrying out. Will the public continue to blindly accept anything they're told from mainstream sources and the mainstream media they control? One can only hope that that changes and soon, again, because we are rapidly running out of time. Another headline. California refuses to disclose COVID-19 data used to drive lockdowns. That should come as no surprise. From that report, Governor Gavin Newsom promised months ago that the state's COVID-19 policy decisions would be driven by transparent data that would be shared with the public. Like the Kennedy files, perhaps being released after 50 years as if there was nothing to hide there. And anybody who questions anything is called a conspiracy theorist or perhaps soon a domestic terrorist. If you question anything... The brown shirts are us. We have seen the enemy and he is us. Those in power could not do what they do without the active or passive support of the majority population. Final statement from this report. Newsom's administration is refusing to disclose key information used to determine when the lockdown orders are implemented or rescinded. The Newsom administration has denied a public records request filed with the California Health and Human Services Agency by the Center for American Liberty, seeking both the data and the science behind the state's lockdown decisions. That's according to Fox News. Enough on CV-19. Biosphere collapse is the bottom line. Climate engineering is wreaking havoc all over the planet, the U.S. included. And what else is in the aerosols being sprayed into our skies? Keep that constantly in mind, at minimum, at bare minimum, based on testing conducted by org, including atmospheric testing in a NOAA flying lab, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration flying lab. These particulates are extraordinarily harmful to all living organisms, most especially us. They are extremely inflammatory to the human respiratory system, which makes us susceptible to any pathogen, including cb 19 From USA Today, headline from last week, snow in Malibu, question mark, nearly half of U.S., from California to Kansas... Braces for wintry weather. That's exactly the kind of sensationalized headline that the climate engineers seek to confuse and divide the population on the true state of the planetary meltdown. This report states this. More than 95% of California has been experiencing drought conditions and the remainder is abnormally dry, said the U.S. drought monitor. It's much worse than the drought monitor even states. And yes, we are getting some rain in California now, but that doesn't erase the last 13 years of on and off record drought. Doesn't erase it, as the public would like to believe. Here's a parallel report. This one from CBS News. The report states, in what has been the worst fire season in recorded history in California, with twice the burned acreage of any season prior and fires burning months past the end of traditional wildfire season, some just days ago, fortune is about to shift, the report states, to another extreme. And now the sensationalism starts in this article. Quote, a rip-roaring jet stream with embedded atmospheric rivers is primed to pummel California with heavy rain and massive snow over the coming week. Sensationalized headlines to confuse and divide the population as to the true state of planetary meltdown and climate collapse. Forests are dying all over the globe. The forests in California look horrible compared to what they looked like only 15 years ago. Final statement from the CBS News report, quote, with the flip of the switch, California and the southwest U.S. will go from the driest six month stretch in state history to the potential for flash flooding, landslides and snow so deep in elevations that avalanches will become a danger. Sensationalized headlines playing this up, not talking about the long-term effects of protracted drought, how much rainfall shortages we have, that orographic enhanced rain is not occurring. That's why the rivers are running so low. Sacramento River, part of that. In the areas, for example, further north from Redding that would normally get two, three, even four times the rain that Redding gets, that is not occurring. The atmospheric climate engineering assault, the atmospheric aerosols, manipulated with radio frequency microwave transmissions are the core causal factor of this drought, the single greatest drought causing factor on the planet right now. And this is not a denial of anthropogenic climate change or anthropogenic warming, but the single greatest drought causing factor is climate engineering. I'm almost out of time for this broadcast. Here's a few final conclusionary headlines. This recent headline is again from EcoWatch. The climate crisis is already killing people. New Lancet report warns, is this the best that so-called scientists can do to tell us conclusions that a five-year-old could easily enough sort out if he looked at the data? Here's another new report headline of total deception from Climate Action Australia. Another chapter of The Big Lie. Here's their headline from last week. Quote, the world needs a swift transition to, quote, sustainable energy. Been all over that. Total fantasy. Unbridled hypocrisy and cowardice is what the corporate-funded, bought-and-paid-for so-called environmental organizations are, without exception. Find one that has shown the courage to honestly address the geoengineering onslaught, for example. Lastly, this, from the Mark Brimblecombe blog, Climate Change and the Mitigation Myth. It's not nice to be told that you've been diagnosed with a terminal condition. It's even worse to be given false hope that if you did this or that, you could mitigate the problem or turn it around when it cannot be turned around. If a medical practitioner does this, they lose their job. But climate scientists do this frequently and probably to keep their job. None of this is okay. It's not okay to lie, to pacify populations in order to keep your paycheck and pension, to push the false narrative that somehow... With technology that doesn't exist, we're going to keep business as usual and live happily ever after. It's total delusion. And about the global matrix, the global hegemonic power, here is a clue from the protocols. Quote, it is from us that the all-engulfing terror proceeds. We have in our service persons of all opinions, of all doctrines, restorating monarchists, demagogues, socialists, communists, and utopian dreamers of every kind. We have harnessed them All to the task. Each one of them, on his own account, is boring away at the last remnants of authority, is striving to overthrow all established forms of order. By those acts, all states are in torture. They exhort to tranquility, are ready to sacrifice everything for peace, but we will not give them peace until they openly acknowledge our international super-government and with submissiveness. Again, search the protocols if you want to investigate further. Question. As planetary collapse accelerates, how long till power structure piranhas turn on each other? It's already occurring, and that's in our favor. The sound in the hourglass is rapidly running out. If the human race remains in the current course, we will soon be out of time. Can we still make a difference? How can we know unless we apply ourselves to the challenges bearing down on us? There is great solace in fully committing oneself to doing what is right, solely because it is right, not because of any guarantee of a happy ending. Life gives no such guarantees." Populations must be fully awakened to what is unfolding, to what is being done to them from the skies, to the agendas on the ground being carried out by the so-called authorities. They have been taught and trained to blindly trust. A critical mass of awakening is the only way forward in this fight. Check the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geodringwatch.org to learn more about how you can help to turn the tide. Share credible data from a credible source. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Until next week, this is Dane Wigington with geodringwatch.org.